Before we get started, I wanted to let you know some really exciting news. My new book, The One Through One Method, which I've been working on for three years, is now available for pre-order. You can find it at Barnes & Noble and also Amazon.com. And of course, you can go into your local mom and pop bookstore and ask them to order it for you. When you do place your pre-order for the book, I want to reward you and help you get started immediately with your mindset. All you do is go to 131book, write that down, 131book.com. You'll enter your email address and your order number. And immediately, like that minute, I will send you this free mindset coaching program that I've created as a bonus, as my thank you to you for pre-ordering the book, for supporting me, for being with me along this very, very important, very personal journey. I am so committed to helping you get healthy from the inside out, improving your gut health, and creating a customized approach that works without the fads, without the gimmicks, something that you can do for the rest of your life and change the legacy of health in your family. But you know what? It starts with mindset. So please take advantage of this free bonus. It's a $97 value and it's yours by going to 131book.com for more details. All right, enjoy the show, but don't forget 131book.com. What's going on? Hey, how are you? This is going to be an interesting one. Today, I'm telling you what you need to be aware of when it comes to being influenced by people we love to love and follow on social media. Welcome to The Shalene Show. Shalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. Welcome to this edition of The Shalene Show. This is a car smart edition, which means I'm in my car. It's Friday, and thank you so much for being here. I just want you to know I really, really appreciate you guys so much. Ugh, I feel like a broken record, but literally when you send me a message and let me know how much you love the show, when you write a review and you list something specific, mm, 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 you have no idea how much I love that. It just inspires me. In fact, that's what inspired today's message. It actually inspired a rant I did this week and a little bit last week about social media influencers. Okay, so first let me just say this. I wish there was another term other than social media influencer. Because basically, if you have a social media following and someone has asked you to post about something for a discount or to give it to you for free, I mean, you can pretty much call yourself a social media influencer, which frankly, isn't that kind of like anyone can call themselves a model if someone else took a photo of them? You know what I'm saying? Like, I would never call myself that because the term just feels super... Maybe it's me. I just hate that term because it feels so like braggadocious and weird and presumptuous and like who doesn't have influence? So it's just a weird thing. Anyways, the reason why I want to bring this up, actually before I bring this up, before we go in deep, let me say this. I love getting recommendations from people who I trust. I watch YouTubers. There's people I follow on Instagram. There are fitness influencers, beauty influencers, people who blog, make YouTube videos, Facebook, you name it, that I, I've followed them for so long that I really trust them. And 
because of that, I feel like it saves me time and money. Here's an example. Recently, I was complaining that I don't like the way any of my bras fit, and I was saying this on, I think, Instagram stories, and someone, a bunch of people were like, oh, go follow this gal on YouTube. She just did, like, this whole review of the different bras that she uses. So, before I watched that video, I watched a bunch of her other videos to kind of try to figure out, like, okay, do I like this person? Do I trust them? Are they trying to sell me something? You know, what other kind of recommendations have they made? And then I went and bought the bra that she recommended in the video. So I also think it's fantastic that people get paid to promote things. I'm not even joking. There are so many companies that have been built and made really like turn the corner and went from being a startup to making millions and millions and millions of dollars from being featured on like one person's podcast. I don't know if you listened to the podcast I did about dry farm wines. That was a couple of episodes ago. I will try to link to it in our show notes. By the way, our show notes, we don't have like a lot of space to cover everything sometimes. So if you go all the way down to the bottom of my show notes, like when you put your hand on the little icon for the podcast, you'll see the notes related to this episode. If I've talked about a product that I like or something that I love or if the show is sponsored or if there's more details for you to see, you'll notice at the very bottom of that post, there's a link that'll take you to my website where the full show notes are there, like everything I talked about and more oftentimes. So always know you can find those additional details on the website, shaleenjohnson.com forward slash podcast. Okay. Anyways, in that Dry Farm interview with the CEO of Dry Farm Wines, and I'm not sure if it was on, I think it was in the Build Your Tribe episode, the one where I talked to him about how he built the business. He literally said he went on the Dave Asprey Bulletproof Radio podcast, and that is what catapulted him into a multi-million dollar business. That and having a few key people of influence in the health and fitness industry suggesting that others drink his wines. And frankly, I said to him in that interview, I'm like, I hope that you have, you know, sent some nice gifts over to Dave for having done that. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's well taken care of. And I just think like if you are taking your own word, your integrity and your trust and risking your audience, risking their trust by suggesting that people try something. You should definitely be compensated for that. I don't see that as being any different from being compensated by a brand if you were to do an ad for them, a paid commercial for them, whatever it is. The difference between an actress or an actor doing a paid advertisement and somebody saying in social media, hey, this is what I use and I love it and you guys should try it too there's a big difference because we expect that when people are on TV and they're doing a paid advertisement that they're almost playing a role you know we don't assume that what's that guy's name you know the super famous actor you know who I'm talking about I don't know that he drives a Lincoln Continental I don't assume that he does in fact I think that if he does it's probably because he got one free for doing that ad I don't know but if I see someone using something in a commercial like an actress or 
somebody who's famous, I don't assume that they use it all the time. I assume they've been paid. I don't know that, you know, these people drink Coca-Cola or Pepsi or whatever it is. But when you see someone using something in social media, you assume that's under their own control and that's something that they do and that's something that they is partly responsible for the way that they look, their makeup, their body, whatever it is. And so we feel like it's a friend. For example, if you had a friend you were like, who was like, hey, you would love The Shaleen Show. It's content that you would find stimulating. It'll keep you entertained in the morning. You wouldn't assume that that person had been paid to say that, right? Why? Because you trust them and you like them and it's kind of a friendly relationship. And I think that's how we feel about social media. I know that's how I feel. And I think it goes without saying, but I'll say it anyways. You'll never, ever hear a sponsored ad on this show or hear me talk about something unless I use it and I like it and I love it and I've tested it and I feel like it would help you or benefit you or makes your life better or easier, etc. If it's even neutral, like I'm not sure, I ain't talking about it. I'm not willing to risk losing your trust. And that's my problem with these social media, quote, social media influencers. I have to start first with the, quote, fitness influencers. Oh my God. I want to puke. I really cannot handle the irresponsibility of some of these fitness influencers that post pictures of their butt in a cheeky bikini and it's been, you know, what do they call that? Facetuned. They've used an app to make their waist just go in a little bit smaller and their butt just a little bit bigger and they've just, you know, they're leaning up against a counter and oh, look at that. Conveniently, their favorite supplement is on the counter next to them. Oh, isn't that convenient? Now, the ad isn't even about the supplement or the drink or whatever it is, the fat burner, or the the flat tummy tea, the detox, whatever it is. It's just on the counter. But they 100% got paid for that. Even if you didn't see the word hashtag ad in their post. And I just think that's so freaking irresponsible because I don't know if, if it's fair to call it lying, but it's certainly misleading because we know you didn't get that body from that nine times out of 10. And just by putting it there and not talking to your followers about whether that's right for them, you know, like the woman who is not lifting weights, is not exercising and is trying to lose 25 pounds for the 10th year in a row and sees your amazing body and that, you know, stupid shaker cup on the counter of this special blend pre-post in-between workout fat burner that she has on the counter. Now she's going to buy that and waste so much more money and she's still not going to look like you because you really weren't honest about how you got your body. You're misleading people for the sake of a paycheck. And I just, I think it's wrong. And here's the other thing. Most people don't put hashtag ad in their descriptions, in their comments on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. They're supposed to, but they don't. Last year in 2017, the FTC brought four actual claims against advertisers. Four. 
four last year. So the likelihood that someone's going to get in trouble for doing that is so low, and people know that. So they don't put them in ads. Some do. Some people are super responsible. And if those people are listening, I love you. I appreciate you. And as I've said, I think there's plenty of people who are doing this authentically that are only promoting things they really use and are using hashtag ad or are explaining why they love this product or who it's right for and who it's not right for. And that's how you should do this. It's so cool that we are in a place now where, you know, you can be an influencer. I can be an influencer. Anyone who has the ability to have someone trust and believe them can be an influencer. And and why not get paid for that if you have standards? Like, can we please get some standards? Can you have some ethics while we're at it? The thing that when this really started to come to, you know, the forefront for me is when I started being contacted, which I guess I was probably being contacted all along, but I never used to open up my Instagram DMs, never, up until about three years ago when I started like really needing to know what people were struggling with. I just always responded in my comments. Well, it's not in your comments where brands are going to reach out to you about being an influencer. It's in your, they're going to slide into your DMs. So I started looking at all of these messages from companies. And at first I was like, oh, oh, it's very flattering. You know, you're like, oh, look at this. The funny ones are the ones where I'm like, really? They're like, we've seen your post. You're so inspirational. We'd like for you to be our brand ambassador for our bikinis. I'm like, um, really? I'm 50. You sure about that? <laughs> like, you sure this isn't a copy and paste? But I started getting them for like everything, teeth whitening, skinny teas, detox tea, pre-workout, post-workout, fat burners, teeth whitening, waist trainers, vacation spots, cruises, vacations, name it, like seriously, name it. And at first it was like, oh, wow, this is really cool. I didn't realize like everybody was getting this who has an Instagram following of over basically 20,000 for the most part, if you're posting things that where you're tagging brands, those brands will find you and they will reach out and they will be offering you money. In which case, I think if you've tagged the brand because you're using it, go for it, girl. But my problem is with the people who start pretending that they're using things to make a buck. And that is misleading because if it ain't good for you, why would you mislead your following to think that it's good for them? And I really have a hard time with these health and fitness, quote unquote, influencers who you're going to see them post about the same supplements or shake or drink or tea over and over and over again. And you must think, well, God, yeah, I mean, that's what they use. They love it. But they're not disclosing either that they're getting paid for that specific ad or they have a contract and they have to do a certain number of those posts. That's why scroll through my feed. You won't see me promoting anything that I'm getting paid for at the moment. And if I do, because I'm not saying I won't, but if I ever do on Instagram, I promise you this, it will be something I've already probably talked about a million times and I love it and it's about time I'm getting paid for it. How about that? How about that? How about that? Which is one of the reasons why we've just started adding sponsors to the Shalene Show. I'm like, I'm selling a boatload of, you know, fill in the blank Instead of moving my podcast onto Patreon, which is, you know, something that many people have 
been pushing us to do. It's like you've got so many years and hours and hours and hours worth of content on the Shaleen show. Why don't you move to a paid podcast? Which is like, well, yeah, that's one thing. But I have an idea. How about the podcast is still free for all my listeners and the people who I'm making them a lot of money by talking about their products? How about they can sponsor a few podcasts? How about that? So please know, I give you my word. I will never, ever, ever, and I know I can say this because I have the ability to control my own destiny and make decisions. It's not like an accident. I will never, ever, ever promote something I do not use and do not believe in or I think isn't in your best interest or safe for you or effective for you. So there you go. But a lot of people do. Beauty influencers do this. They will do a whole review on a line of products and make it sound like they love it because, not because they really love it or use it, but because they got paid to. The worst is on Instagram because oftentimes what they're doing is posting a face-tuned photo and you think their skin looks flawless and their eyelashes are perfect and because it's a photo, none of it's real. It's all been touched up. And that's like the worst of it all, I think. Again, if it's something you use, by all means, talk about it and get paid for it. I recently fell in love with a foundation and I'm not going to say the name of it. Okay, so this makeup. So I watched this one beauty influencer. I I like that she's not 25. I like that she's, you know, I think she's 40 or over 40. I don't know. But I just think she's really sweet and very trustworthy and I've watched her for years and there's a brand of concealer that she just loves and I bought it and I freaking love it too. But I'm not going to mention it because I haven't done all my research on all the ingredients in it. So I don't know that it's in your best interest. So that wouldn't be right for me to mention it. See what I'm saying? There's beauty influencers and then there's these friggin' reality TV stars. And I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to throw one of my favorite people under the bus. Cardi B. Like, she is getting her paycheck and more power to her. But don't pretend you lost your baby weight from drinking that detox tea. That's just, it's not right. You know why? Because it's the 13-year-old girls who are going to fall for it. And it's the 13 and 14-year-old girls who are going to struggle with their body image and believe that these quick fixes and stupid fake drinks that are filled with chemicals and create digestive problems and having a laxative effect on people like they think that's how you get your body and that for me is a real problem recently we were interviewing for a new team member in social media and one of the gals that came in for the interview gosh I hope she's not listening but I said so tell me about you know your last position she's like well I am a social media influencer So most of my day is spent like planning my content, creating my content calendar. I'm like, wow, I mean, when this interview is over, I got to check her out. And she's had like 20,000 some followers on Instagram, which is a lot. But I'm like, really? Like simmer down. Like, I don't know. It just seems so pretentious. Here's the thing with followers, with influence. It's not that people believe you. It's that they believe the majority. So if you've ever driven into a parking lot where you're looking for a restaurant to go to dinner, let's say there's four restaurants in this center. And of those four restaurants, 
three of them are empty. There's like nobody in the parking lot. And one of them is packed. There's just, it's so crowded. You can see that there's people waiting out front. Which restaurant are you thinking you need to go to? The one with all the people. The one with all the people, the one with all the customers, the one with all the followers tells our brain like, okay, other people see value in this. Therefore, I will see value in this. Have you ever done that where you clicked on somebody's whatever Instagram or Facebook and you saw that they had a lot of followers so you're like huh okay well I guess I'll follow them too right followers attract followers it might not be the influence the leadership the intelligence the smarts the entertainment the great content that this person is delivering many of these folks started on that platform first especially on YouTube and on Instagram if you're one of the you know founding settlers one of those early adopters you're going to have a big a lot bigger following than someone who just showed up recently without having to put much effort in you've been there since the beginning and so the fact that you have all these numbers is going to make it easier for people to follow you they click and they're like oh wow they've got a lot of followers i'll follow too every once in a while though in fact i should tell you the name of this account because i think it's so good i think it's called pretty on fridays I'll figure it out and I'll put it in the show notes. Pretty on Fridays. It's this gal that I found by accident. I'm like, now how does someone like this not have 100,000 followers? Her content is great and it's so cute. It's like home interiors and organization and just super cute. Kids stuff. And she's great. Anyways, the numbers are what attract people. The numbers are what create an intoxicating effect on others. Think about the word influence, like under the influence. You know, if you're under the influence, it means like you're intoxicated. And I think we can get intoxicated by numbers. Do you know who the number one, I think, at least used in the top 10 people who to follow on Instagram is Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez earns up to a half a million dollars per sponsored ad on Instagram. Y'all, that means she can post one photo and in she's wearing a pair of those diffy sunglasses. I'm not sure if she's ever done diffy, but you know what I'm saying? She can just post a picture. She's wearing sunglasses. She doesn't have to say anything about them. Boom. Half a million dollars. I mean, I've got lots of friends, lots of friends who post a lot of things on Instagram. You would never, ever know that it was a sponsored post. They're not talking about the thing. They're not saying you should come and stay at this vacation spot. They'll just be on vacation and you don't know that they've been paid to go on that vacation and part of that arrangement was that they have to do five posts while they're there and you don't realize that they're being paid between five to $12,000 per post. More power to them if they love that place. I think that's great. Again, that's not my issue. My issue is when you're just taking money for something you don't believe in. I just don't understand. Something you don't use. I think that's a lie. I think it's misrepresentation. So back to Selena. So Selena posted a sponsored ad with her drinking a Coca-Cola and didn't use hashtag ad in it. And that is one of the incidences that the FTC went after. And you know what she did? She added the hashtag later. She edited the comment and added hashtag ad. And everything's fine. Think about the thousands, hundreds of thousands of posts that are going up every single day that simply not being monitored. Even shout outs, like, I don't know if you realize this too, but like, if I have a half a million people on my Instagram 
and someone comes to me and says, hey, um, can we do a couple of whatever things together and we'll post some pictures. I've had people approach me and say, I'll, I'll pay you X amount of dollars per post where I'm mentioned on Instagram. Now, I have never done that. Never. But it's so much more popular now. I will tell you what I have done so that I can really be transparent. Because listen, I'm not a perfect person by any stretch of the imagination. And this isn't meant to be shade or judgment. It's meant to inform you. When I first got on Instagram and had like no followers and I was looking at it, trying to figure it out from a business standpoint, like how could I leverage this to build a business, to build an email list? One of the first things that I did was reached out to people who had big accounts and actually did that. I would say, okay, you know, you have a fitness feature account and you feature, you know, workouts like we have one that's called home workouts for you, which by the way, we don't accept payment for it, but most of them do. Right, So most of them, you can DM them and you pay them a certain amount of money and they'll post your content. So when I first got on Instagram, that's one of the easiest ways to build my Instagram is I did that. I mean, it wasn't a lot. Like cause back then, like nobody had a lot of followers. I'm talking like back in 2009, 2000, yeah, probably 2009, 2010. Yeah. And people didn't have a lot of followers then, but I could like reach out to one of these accounts and, and they'd be like, yeah, you know, PayPal us 50 bucks and we'll, you know, post one of your workout, home workout videos. I'm like, cool. So at first that was a great way to get followers. And then eventually I just was like, okay, I'm going to look into this so I can really understand it and teach other people how to do this. But I just... It wasn't helping me anymore. I was getting the wrong kind of followers, etc. But for a lot of people, it's a great way to build your follower account. It's legit, right? You're not paying for likes and you're not paying for fake followers. You're paying another account for the opportunity to be featured on theirs. I don't think there's a problem with that. I really don't. In fact, I'm kind of surprised it hasn't happened yet in podcast, in the podcasting land, right? Because we now know that podcasts being featured on a podcast can be more powerful than being on the Today Show or Good Morning America. Because think about it. It's a real, true platform of trust. Like we hang out together. You're just driving in the car with me. We spend hours and hours and hours and hours together. That's a serious relationship. And it's not highly produced. Like I'm in your ear. It's not like a television show where there's lights and cameras and, you know, a two-second clip. It's like a big deal. So I'm surprised that people aren't yet paying to get on podcasts. And maybe that is happening. In fact, I should look into it, see if people are doing that yet. I don't know. But that's how it was at first on Instagram. And there are still many, many accounts that do that. And I say more power to you. What you don't want to do is buy followers or buy likes. And even if it says real followers, because you know what you might be buying, you might be buying a stolen account. My account got hacked in 2015, my Instagram account. And in over the course of, I think it was like nine days, my account got sold three different times that I can count. Maybe it was more than that. And what would happen is the person who, or people who took over my account, they advertise it. They would say, buy an Instagram account with, I think at the time I had 300,000 followers or something. And they're like, you know, buy an Instagram account with real followers and they would sell it to somebody. And you know what? That person was buying an account with real followers. My followers! Rude. And then 
they would start posting their content, which at, when that happened, there was one account that was like a porn account. So yeah, you can imagine what they posted. There was another account that posted like, I don't know, weird viral videos, but a couple of them were like animal cruelty and they were just disgusting. I forget what the third one was. But it cost me, I finally did get it back from the people who hacked into it. And I only did so with the help of a lot of connections and it's just, it was a horrible feeling. But anyways, by the time I got it back, I had lost, I think like 100,000 followers. Worse than that, so many of you blocked the account or reported the account. So it's totally messed up my Instagram algorithm like every day, every single day. I get messages from, I mean, not like hundreds, but you know, like anywhere from five to 10 people who will be like, hey, um, you've blocked me on Instagram and I can't see your stuff. And then I, you know, that I know what that means because also the people who bought my account, if someone tried to report them or say like, this is a stolen account, then the person who had control of my account would say, would block them, right? So whenever someone says that to me, I go in and I check to see if they've been blocked and 98% of the time they've not been blocked. So then I'll reach out to them again and like they'll hit me up on say Snapchat or they'll send me a message from somebody else's Instagram and I'll say, hey, I haven't blocked you. And they're like, well, I haven't blocked you either. So it's hard to know why that's happened, but it really has messed with my ability to reach people who I had spent a long time developing this relationship with. I don't know why I told you all that. Here's my point. My point is when you've been bestowed the trust of another, that is such a huge thing. I mean, I just talked about this recently. I did a podcast with Pat Flynn and I actually talk about it in my book a lot. In fact, it's the opening chapter of my book, The One Through One Method, which by the way, if you haven't picked that up, really, I thought we were friends. Come on, I care about you. It's about your health. And there's some pretty personal stories in there. I want you, I'd love for you to read. You know, there are things that it's much easier for me to write about it than to talk about it in social media. You know, I just kind of want to take the high road. But I will say, I don't think I fulfilled my obligation, the responsibility that I had as someone that other people look to for the right information on their health and fitness. And I start the book off with an apology because I just did what everyone else was doing. I didn't know it was wrong. I believed it to be true. But what I didn't do is research it to figure out like, is this accurate? Is this in people's best, in- is this in my freaking best interest? So there were a lot of things I did health-wise in terms of my exercise and my diet and and lifestyle that really damaged my health. And I know that people look to me, even if I wasn't telling people to do certain things, I know they were watching. And I know that I had ability to influence people. And I just, maybe it's that experience that has me so, I don't know, up in arms over what I see happening in social media. But I just feel like, you know, if you've got people who trust you and look up to you, that's a lot. You have a major responsibility and you've got to take it seriously. You owe people to be honest and to do your due diligence. And it might feel like it's not a position you asked to be in. Well, then get off of social media, right? Like I watched this one social media influencer and she was doing a YouTube video. I can't remember if I saw it on YouTube or on Instagram, but she was saying, 
you know, I know a lot of you guys have been giving me a hard time about my posts on Instagram that I have to do a lot of sponsored ads. And she's like, yeah, I that's how I live this life, you guys. I've never been happier. And if I don't do that, like I can't live this life. So I really don't have a choice. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? And she's like, so just so you know, you'll always see hashtag ad. I'm like, okay, well, at least that's one good thing. But then she said this. She's like, and I really can't help it because, you know, yes, some of the things I do use and some of them, I admit, it's cringeworthy. What? (laughs) You're joking. You're joking. You're admitting to people that you're taking a paycheck to promote something that's, quote, cringeworthy? Where are your morals? Have some freaking respect for yourself. I don't see this being any different from someone saying like, you know, I I don't want to work in this industry. I don't want to have to take my shirt off. I don't want to have to, I don't know, I'm going to get in trouble for referencing sex workers. But look, so if you love doing sex work, great. But if you find it cringeworthy, know that there's something else you can do. If you're making money doing something that you feel is cringeworthy, you're only hurting yourself. You're making a withdrawal from your own self-worth every single time you compromise your own values and principles. Another person, another company, a situation, none of those things have the ability, have, have the right to take away from you your integrity. You make a decision to allow that. Once you've woken up and you realize that's what's happening, if you realize that's what's happening and you're still allowing it, then you've made the decision to stay. And I've made the decision long ago not to do that. I mean, there were times when I was filming exercise videos where I had to stop production and make our attorneys get on the call because they're like, hey, all the other fitness people, they all pose with this and they say they drink it you know right after their workout or right before their workout and I'm like well I don't know if it's good or bad this is like back then I'm like I don't even know what the ingredients are all I know is that I don't drink it and they're like we don't have to say you drink it just you know maybe what you could do is you could just be drinking it and you could just be drinking it and say like okay guys you know hope you had a great workout and I'm like oh yeah that's true I get yeah I don't want to be a pain in the butt I don't I don't want to be a diva. I don't want all these people standing around to think I'm like just difficult to work with and I'm being and I'm holding everybody up. But I also have to remember that there's all these people later who are going to be watching this video and they're definitely going to get the impression that that's what I do. So it was really, it was a really awkward, weird, hard position to be in. And eventually I got on the phone with my attorney. My attorney called, you know, the company I was doing with this, their attorneys. And they're like, absolutely not. Listen. Absolutely not. If you don't feel comfortable holding that, don't do it. And I really appreciated that very, very much. So I'm going to tell you a shout out to Beachbody because they honored that with me. And I that made me gain more respect for them that they didn't force me to pretend I was drinking something I wasn't drinking. Again, I'm not saying it's right or wrong for you, but I don't want to pretend like I'm doing something if I'm not doing it. And I respected that they allowed me that option. And some people, whether it's, you know, Selena Gomez drinking a Coke. I don't know if she drinks Coke every day. Looking at her body, I kind of doubt it. But even if she did, like, do you not care about the health of your, the young people who follow you? Do you think they should be drinking soda? Really? I don't know. 
I guess I'll let other people decide what is right for them. My whole objective in making this message for you today on my car ride home, which by the way, I'm now sitting in the, the driveway, is I want you to be skeptical. I don't want you to believe every single thing you see on social media and just because someone's using something or pretending that they use something that they actually do and that it's actually going to be good for you. Just be discerning, you know, and if you have the opportunity, which I hope you do, to influence others, I hope that you will do so carefully and you will remember how important that leadership is. Even if there's just a few people watching, it really does matter and we have the ability to make a positive impact on people's lives and sometimes it's hard sometimes you have to make decisions that affect your bottom line right but just never accept a paycheck or money to do something that you don't 100% believe in okay promise me that I promise I won't I love you thank you for spending this time with me you are thebomb.com talk to you soon no I'll talk to you Monday Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.